IMA Executive Briefings, Business and Management, Culture by Adit Jain, The Culture of Organizations. In his session at the CFO Forum in Bangalore, Chris Shankar talked about the culture of organizations. This is vital because culture brings with it long-term competitive advantage, stability, and the knack to attract and retain talent. Chris articulated the definition beautifully when he explained that culture is a firm's behavior, which includes what the firm wants and behavior that it ideally doesn't want but is prepared to tolerate. Culture is consequently not created by the leadership team, but rather by everybody that serves in the organization. It is now obvious that the expectations of employees, channel partners, suppliers, and business associates are changing. For a start, these have become inclusive, where people demand respect, seek diversity, and the adoption of basic human values. What often defines a firm's culture is a statement of intent which provides direction as an area to focus upon. For instance, Walmart. As the world's leading retailer has in its guiding principles the desire to innovate constantly for the benefit of customers. Amazon, perhaps the world's largest e-retailer, focuses on one single issue, keep prices low and consequently costs. It follows, therefore, that companies need to think through their statement of intent, which would mold their culture around the theme of what it will take to grow their business. Krish explained that there are three important drivers which compose the culture of a company. First is leadership behavior, because everybody sees it. This concerns how the leadership team may respond to a certain situation, a crisis, or perhaps good fortune. Employees expect that leadership behavior will be consistent and predictable. Second, performance management and how companies evaluate this and rate employees on the potential performance matrix. Issues such as the acknowledgement of good work by committed employees consequently becomes essential to sending a message across the organization. This comes with twin benefits, motivation and retention. Third is rewards and promotions, or appointments to big jobs and the basis upon which such decisions are made. The structure of a firm is what management thinkers call the formal organization. This could perhaps constitute hierarchies, reporting lines, responsibilities, etc. Culture, on the other hand, is the informal organization which looks at softer issues of people, the work that they do, and the interactions between them. One clearly may facilitate the other. In a rigid organizational structure, defined hierarchies are cast in stone. Reporting lines are lucidly inscribed and responsibilities and accountabilities are followed to the core. Informal engagements, for instance, on company projects may then become awkward. On the other hand, in a matrix structure where the decision-making process is not guided by position, but rather individual expertise, interaction across functions and departments is stronger. This facilitates a greater level of informality, leading to an exchange of ideas and knowledge. In a matrix organization, seating is often open with large common areas and pantries that enable engagement. The culture of organizations is what ultimately sets it apart from the competition. It frequently characterizes its competitive place and is the backbone of a winning strategy. It attracts talent and builds goodwill amongst employees, vendors, and customers. In the final count, it is the key thing that companies must focus on.